Hey, Kansas City. You're listening to Real Humans by Gina Kaufman, a podcast from KCUR Studios by me, Gina Kaufman. On this episode, a Kansas City band traveled across the country to find out if their music is American. This is the story of why they did it and what they found out. Making Movies is as big a success story as you will find in Kansas City's music scene. The high-energy rock band defies neat classification by genre with songs in Spanish and English. The band's been nominated for a Latin Grammy. They've shared stages with indie darlings like Arcade Fire and big-name acts like Los Lobos. Their albums have been reviewed by Rolling Stone, NPR, MTV. Point being, the local aspect of making movies is strictly a matter of location. This band belongs not to Kansas City, but to America. And yet, the music industry doesn't always know what to do with them, which is how they end up with insulting stage assignments at big festivals. There are gatekeepers and there's awards and there's this whole industry and infrastructure that's frontman Enrique Chi. He sings lead vocals and plays guitar. By singing in Spanish, we were generally instantly earmarked as does not fit, or if we can invite you, we're checking off a box, so we're going to put you in a diversity tent. And, I'm, and I, I say that with, a, with no exaggeration. We've played a festival where we were like, where are we playing today? We see all these big stages, we see all these people out and about, and then we look at this little tent. And it's like, oh, we're playing there? Weird. Why are we playing there? It's this little tiny tent that fits about 25 people. And I said in the front, it said, culture tent. And it's like, it's like, that's, yeah, it's cringy, you know? After accumulating a handful of experiences like that, band members started thinking about the label Americana, which actually sounds a lot like the Spanish word, simply meaning American, and not specifically of the United States, because America is bigger than that. Enrique was born in Panama. He moved to Lee's Summit when he was six, and he's been in the Kansas City area ever since. His bandmate, Juan Carlos Chiron, was born and raised in Kansas City by Mexican immigrants with French heritage. If making movies isn't Americana, what is? And who else has been left out? The band has been exploring those questions with an ongoing project that began as an album called Americana in 2019. And when the pandemic hit, they had just started planning a big festival by the same name, filled with acts whose music, like their own, had been excluded or sidelined. saying this is what Americana should look like, especially today because of the influx of so many immigrant cultures. But even if you're looking back at when that word maybe came into public consciousness or we started to think of those ideals in the 50s and 60s and all that, even then it was already this way.
that event had to be scrapped, which was disappointing. So we're like, well, what could we do that would be different? Inspiration struck when they were in Memphis to record an album at a time when even the most in-demand musicians had no gigs on their calendars. We realized, well, wait a second, Memphis has like all this history and, and these folks are kind of available. So we started calling around and they're all like, yeah, I'm available. The result is an upcoming PBS documentary series where the audience goes all over the country with Enrique Chi and Juan Carlos Choron for jam sessions with people like Cedric Burnside, keeper of the Mississippi Hill Country Blues tradition, and grandson of the legendary R.L. Burnside. Soul singer Deborah Barnes, who used to perform with Ray Charles as a Raylette, and her two sons, Chris and Courtney, the sensational Barnes brothers as well as a New Orleans musician by the name of Terrence Simeon, who took up and then transformed Zydeco late in life. Every jam session turns into a conversation, and those conversations confirmed some of what Enrique expected. I knew I was going to hear about how race affected things. And I knew that, um, that I was going to hear a bit of frustration about the injustice of, the, of it all. The most poignant example to my mind comes from Boo Mitchell, a musician in his own right, but also the owner of Royal Studios in Memphis. It's the place where his even more famous father, Willie Mitchell, produced and engineered songs by Al Green and Peebles, Buddy Guy and the like. The elder Mitchell started working at Royal Studios as an employee. And in the documentary, his son recalls how on Willie's first day, a co-worker who was also a Klansman told him not to touch the engineering board, that it wasn't for Black people. The day Willie Mitchell bought Royal Studios, his son explains that his first executive decision was to fire that guy on the spot. So yeah, the injustice was real. But Enrique also heard something he didn't expect. The most beautiful thing about it was that I was expecting to dig up this animosity, and I, I generally found joy. In one incredible scene, Deborah Barnes, she's the singer who performed with Ray Charles as a Raylette, Deborah is looking back on being a preteen in Memphis during the civil rights movement, playing music to mobilize and unify big crowds gathered for Martin Luther King Jr.'s speeches and marches. Growing up, I was about 12 when, um, when uh, Martin Luther King was assassinated. What stands out to her about that time isn't the pain of what the protesters were up against or the assassination of the leader who inspired her to get out and raise her voice. We would all go to rallies and, and hear the speeches and everything before that happened. And it was just, you know, a really fun time because we sang a lot. I was like, whoa. It wasn't like I forced either. I think it really flew out of her mouth. That's what she thinks of that time. As for the definition of American music, Enrique says he doesn't have one yet. But his travels have shown him that the ongoing process of different sounds blending together, a process his band exemplifies, doesn't exist outside the story of Americana. It is the story of Americana. Today, bands like Making Movies aren't just for Spanish speakers, no matter where they're slated to perform at a festival. Audiences and musicians have already figured that out, even if the industry hasn't. This country being such an experiment, experiment of democracy, experiment of, of cross-pollination of cultures, and we're, we're living the experiment, you know, we, we don't know exactly how the experiment ends up.
That's it. Thanks for listening to Real Humans by Gina Kaufman. If you want to catch the first installment of Americana, the documentary, it's on PBS July 1st. That's a Thursday. This podcast is based on a column at kcur.org. It comes out every Sunday, so read or listen or both at kcur.org or subscribe in any of the usual places. You can also review this podcast if you want. We would love to hear your thoughts. The column is edited by Gabe Rosenberg, and the podcast is produced by Mackenzie Martin. I'm Gina Kaufman. Catch you next week. I